Oh, hello. You are listening to the Playing On Podcast. My name is Carl Markowski, and thank you for joining me on this beautiful, snowy, negatively degree day. <laughs> it's been freezing. I feel... Uh, it's, oh my God, it, it's just so, I've never felt this cold before, it's crazy. Um, I used to live in Minnesota, and I thought Ohio was cold, then I lived in Minnesota, then that was another kind of cold, and now it's like, just, I've always wanted to go to Antarctica, but I didn't want to like feel what Antarctica felt in Ohio. It's been crazy, crazy cold, and I guess even in Chicago, it's like just, I'm sure everybody's heard it, uh, so I hope all you Midwestern uh, listener, listeners out there are staying warm. I am, uh, I'm trying to stay warm with a nice tea. Mm-hmm. But yeah, everybody stay warm and uh, enjoy practice this weekend. Uh, this episode is brought to you by Charm City Paintball. Uh, Mike has been creating some killer headgear. I don't know if you guys have seen it or not, over at Charm City Paintball on Facebook and Instagram. But he's been making uh, Gucci and Louis Vuitton headgear that have been sick. I mean, just awesome stuff. The the, the color collaborations and the uh, the patterns and the head wrap with the with the mesh patterns that he's getting and, and the quality of fabric that he has is is just amazing. If you guys are really in the uh, if you guys are really in the market for new headgear that is top-notch, high-quality, great stuff, and also uh, somebody that's willing to do custom work, please, please head over to Charm City Paintball and give Mike a like, a shout, shoot him a message, Uh, let him know, man. He he has been making some really, really cool uh, headgear, and it's it's been very, very cool to see him uh, develop as a, a, would it be, what would you call a seamstress? <laughs> I don't know. I can't think of the word. Not a tailor, because well, maybe a tailor. I have no idea. Sorry, Mike. But he's. He, make sure you guys check him out. He's making some sweet stuff over at Charm City Paintball on Facebook and Instagram. Make sure you pick up one of those uh, sick headbands from him. Uh, we are also brought to you by Planet Eclipse, the infamous markers that have been just. Killing the game from uh, from day one, uh, from the LV series to the Ego series. Well, well, I guess it would be the Ego series to the LV series, and then uh, and then to the Geo platform. Holy moly, man! They have been coming out with some killer, killer stuff, and you know, I I don't have to say that because they they, I mean, they kind of sponsor the podcast, but they don't. And I just I like giving them a shout out because they're an awesome company. They are um, awesome people, and they make great great products. And uh, you know, I just uh, you know I don't have to I don't have to now that I don't play for a team. I don't have to come out and be like, oh, you know, they make you know the best shooting marker on the planet. Blah blah blah. I don't have to say that, but you know what? I'm going to because it is. And I'm always going to say, I really hope they don't get rid of the uh, the LV series. I kind of heard rumors, but um, I really hope they don't because people are, I mean, there are, there are some people out there that are shooting it, but I just, man, that platform is just, it's, it's amazing. And it is, 
hands down my, my favorite, and I really hope they keep it around. I hope people discover it. I hope more people start shooting them. Um, yeah, and especially the Emacs. That was I was trying to get to was the uh, they have the new uh, the new PAL loader system, which is a new. Uh, you know, a new take on the shake and bake loaders that actually shake and bake themselves and feed themselves. And that PAL loader collaborates with the Emacs system. It's an amazing, it's an amazing whole process. If you're looking for a marker to, uh, to fill the void of um, the Tipmans now, the, the Tipman tanks, I mean, that was the biggest thing, but these Emacs are just They'll go through anything, and they shoot amazing. They're light. They're they're so easy to shoot. Um, yeah, if you guys are looking for a, a nice, a cheap but high quality marker to go into some of these mechanical tournaments with, I highly suggest the Emac or the GMac. I just personally have an Emac, um, and that's that's what I shoot, man. I it makes paintball fun for me. So uh, check them out, PlanetEclipse.com. And we are finally brought to you by my Patreon page. If you guys are looking to support the uh, the podcast in um, in some kind of way to where you feel like you're contributing, you can head over to uh, Patreon.com/slash/theplayingonpodcast, and there are a couple different tiers on there that you can uh, you can sign up. It's a sub- subscription based uh, system to where. You know, if, if you're just looking to be able to help out with podcasts to keep it going, uh, that's that's how I'm trying to do it. And um, I mean, you're definitely not obligated to do it to listen to it because I put these out for free. But uh, if if in any way you guys are looking to uh, looking to help out, it is much appreciated. <sighs> okay, this podcast is with George Fava. He has been making a, uh, a giant leap in the paintball photography and video, uh, video game. Video game? Video uh, area in paintball. Not only with companies, but um, also uh, solo. He has been, you know, he's been creating some, some great photos and, uh, and videos ever since he jumped back on the scene. And... It's been amazing to see the work he's done and, and especially helping out players. And uh, I know he's done some work for Alex Goldman. He's taken some pictures for, uh, for myself. But uh, now he is doing work, I believe, exclusively for Planet Eclipse. So he's definitely made a name for himself. And, uh, and there's a reason why that you know, people are clamoring over to, uh, to get him to work and, uh, and to, to purchase his work. It's, it's amazing stuff. And I'm so glad that the the media side of it, the uh, you know the, the photographers and the people who take the videos and everything and, and create them are are taken more serious now. It's it's we need that as a paintball community. We need more people taking pictures. We need more people making videos. Um, I mean, not necessarily making like vlogs and everything. I mean, those help, but just creating any kind of content. Uh, that you can, I, mean, I guess, do whatever you want, but um, but it's just great to see the uh, the media side of it to start being taken more serious. But, uh, but yeah, it was great talking with them, and uh, I hope you guys you know enjoy the conversation. So here it is. Here is the podcast with George Faba. Uh, 
it's, it's fine. It's just like a little thing <laughs> that I do just to kind of hear myself to make sure I sound. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good, good levels. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I gotcha. Being a uh, musician yourself, you know, all about that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's important, especially doing that whole, like, uh, the Patreon stuff now with like recording myself and doing like Manning. I've been like, when I try to do it, I try to set up like two cameras. Mm -hmm. So, and then it's like, I'm usually plugged in, like, you know, labbed up and you know, monitoring audio and two cameras by yourself. is like very stressful <laughs> slash, uh, you know, cause like, I, I don't know. You're just like, you're rolling and you're like, Oh, you're like messing up and yeah. wasting footage and space. And yeah, it's, it's interesting. <laughs> well, you're not you're not used to being in front of the camera, are you? Oh are you... no, no. Yeah, no. I uh, I try to avoid it as much as possible. I'm like a, uh, you know, more on the introverted side. Like I prefer mm -hmm. to just be kind of, you know, you know, in the background, sort of just hanging out, just you know, capturing stuff, not really, you know, yeah. having to be in front of it. So yeah. Well, I think. Or would you say that a lot of photographers are kind of like that or are more the introverts and uh kind of keep to themselves for the most part i feel like it i mean i don't know i shoot a lot of weddings and i feel like as a as a videographer i shoot a lot of weddings and i feel like every photographer i meet is like most of them are like very extroverted maybe because they have to be right. but i feel like and my, my sister and i are always the same way we're both kind of like like you know like, are we the only people like this who are, like, very, like, you know, just naturally introverted? And then everyone else just happens to be these extroverts that run around and, you know. So, yeah. Uh, I mean, but I don't know. I feel like it's, I don't know, maybe it's more split. Mm -hmm. I don't know, 50-50. I mean, we're, we're, we're an odd bunch, us photographers. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, yeah. I, I, was, I, I loved taking photos, like, when I was younger and, and even now I love taking photos. But I just haven't. I didn't have that uh, desire of whatever you guys have to be able to just always have your camera on you and just shoot whatever and it doesn't matter. Like I was always one where it's like I feel like I had to I had to have the perfect shot instead of like just taking a few and then one of those and then creating your perfect shot almost, you know what I mean? Right. So oh, was, totally. It was always and then in my head because I kind of I made myself my own pain in the ass of like trying to get this get this shot make it look so good I was like I can't do this fucking photography photography yeah. thing it's just so much of a pain in the ass and um, you know I've, I've always is, admired yeah. uh, you know your guys' determination for your work yeah it's um, you know it's especially these days it's a lot I feel like it's it's easier to get more stressed out because there's so much good technology like oh cameras are so great you're like oh I gotta have the right camera with me and the right setup and I don't know it was funny I was traveling um back in the spring and you know I had like my you know just like a regular DSLR camera and like a fine like just whatever lens and I was like walking around with my wife and you know we were traveling and I felt like more often than not I was just like pull out my iPhone mm -hmm. and just take pictures with that and it's I don't know. It's funny. It's that you know that that sort of age where like phones are almost like good enough to do most things that like, you know, you don't need like the nicest stuff. You can just kind of go out and like, you know, you can still take a really nice picture on on an iPhone. Um, but yeah, it's a uh, yeah, it definitely feels like at times like a, maybe like a switch. Like you have to kind of for me, it's like 
you know, you see something and it kind of like, you know, flicks something and you're like, oh, that could be cool. And, mm-hmm. you know, but. That yeah, creative a, mindset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The right, uh, yeah, I guess that the right thing like strikes you, you know, yeah. kind of hop right to the zone, I guess. But, <laughs> do, you, do you think having, you know, talking about technology, do you think with the advancement of technology and the more and more uh, and further along we come and, and the easier it becomes to um, create a good photo, not necessarily find a good photo because I feel like a lot of photographers, they have the eye uh, for something. Yeah. Uh, and, and now it's just so much easier to create a good photo. Do you think that makes it harder on you guys? Like because, you know, any ant with a DSLR – um, camera now sure. is taking photos or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I feel like likening it to paintball, it's kind of like, you know, I mean, you know, you could put like the the LV1, CS2, you know, whatever, top marker and like, you know, someone who's just starting his hands and, you know, they can't do what you can do. Right. Um, and, I, and so I feel like there's like, the technology helps certainly for, for cameras and stuff like, it's nicer like it's like pictures on newer cameras like they look better than they did like 10 15 years ago yeah but you know that's like you still have to you still have to know what you're doing to make a good picture and that being said like you know like i, I was just saying like you could run around with like your iphone and still get like some really nice stuff or like a point and shoot like i was running around what was it a couple of events last year i had like a little uh, 35 millimeter little like one of those Kodak like mm-hmm. point and shoot disposables and we'll, we'll see if it develops but is that uh, the one you took a picture of today that you're sending yeah out? yeah yeah I uh I meant to get it I, I finished it I started it in Vegas last year took like 10 I, I thought I'd finish it in Vegas and and then get it developed like you know right away but I took like 10 pictures out of like 30 and I was like oh this is gonna take a little while and then I forgot to bring it to AC forgot to bring it to Chicago and then I brought it to Cup and so I finished it at Cup, and I was like, cool, I'm going to get it developed. And then I, like, hit up my local store, and they're like, oh, we stopped developing film over the summer. And I was like, oh, okay. So, and there's tons of places on, like, you know, you could take it to, like, Walmart or CBS, and they'll, and they just send it out and get it developed. But I was like, ah, well, you know, I'll just look around. And I found a shop, like, nearby. Like, I had to mail it out, but, so it sat on my desk for, like, three months. Yeah. So, yeah, but, yeah, all that being said, uh, yeah, not to derail from your question no yeah i mean do you have uh do you have photo albums like do you do you oh like like actual physical like i i don't personally but um i mean i have like you know some that like uh you know just sort of collected over the years but like Mm -hmm. obviously i think it's like my parents like i'll go to their house and there's just like a wall of like (laughs) photo albums a mural of photos like yeah yeah i've got like three siblings so like there's just like this you know they my dad used to go nuts so mm-hmm. that's probably where you know i get it like he's always he was always running around with like a handy cam or like a you know like the big shoulder whatever vhs yeah. tape so um but yeah not so much these days um which is unfortunate because it's i feel like you miss that like the the print like printing stuff out like it's cool to have it all on your computer but you know, it's nice when you have those like physical things you can just sort of see and look at and yeah. hold or show someone. You know, yeah, I think that's just kind of going to that. I, I think there's something to it that we have lost in 
I, I think you can look at something like because everything's so clickable, right? Everything's so skippable. Everything's so like here and gone. Like if, totally. all, anything that's on the computer or your phone or whatever. It's it's almost like I compared the digital life to uh, the closest thing I can think of is just Instagram, where you're just mm-hmm. you scroll, you you find mm-hmm. something interesting, you look at it for what. Five two seconds. Yeah, yeah. Two two <laughs> seconds out of the one yeah. second of you like approving something. Flipping through, yeah. And, and I was wondering. I, I was talking to my wife about this. I was like, so I wonder. I wonder what your brain tells your body when you're done. Like when you're, what's the last post that you see where you're like, okay, okay, I'm gonna put my phone down. Like, yeah. is it like an yeah. accumulative kind of thing of all these? things that you've you've just been constantly looking at or is it the last photo that you see you're like okay i don't want to look at anything anymore yeah or i feel like for me it's like you know like i'll just like you just hit a wall like you'll just you'll be scrolling or like for me i'll like you know sit on the couch and like i'll scroll for a few minutes and like you just hit a wall where you're like all right that's like that's enough and then like you just kind of like or like you know you're scrolling and you know oh there's like a Facebook message or someone mm-hmm. and then it just sucks you into that and then you yeah. then you're over on Facebook and then you get another message and it's like yeah it's this weird like yeah how does the cycle sort of sort of end you know yeah. is it like a a conscious like do you just choose to like you know oh that's the last good photo I'm done for the day and mm-hmm. like you know but yeah they're definitely time sucks <laughs> well I think I think it's your I think it's you I think it's your your consciousness finally coming into reality. I know this this sounds fucking weird, <laughs> but but I think it's your I think it's your consciousness finally coming into reality, and and, and your body coming back to and your mind coming to, um, of, like human nature is always looking for adventure, right? Is always looking for something new, and I think that's why technology, and not only technology but like apps and and Instagram and Facebook are so addictive is because. Uh, you think of back to Lois and Clark and all these adventures. They were they were out. Mm-hmm. They were doing something far more dangerous than than scrolling on, on a right. phone. You know, they were like they were going to go out and risk their lives and go across the country or go across the ocean and look for adventure and look for something new. And I think instinctually, people get addicted to something like this because it's constantly something new. So. You know, there's always something new, so I think that's why it's so addictive. And then it's finally kind of your mind and your body kind of kicking in, going, "Hey, you know, okay, this is it." it it's almost your body saying it's it's repetitive, and we've seen this before, and it kind of cuts right. back in and brings you back into this reality. Because then you look at your phone, and you and then you look around and you look at the time, and you realize you've been scrolling <laughs> mindlessly for right. you know. 15 to 45 minutes and you're like oh my god right. I've, I've done nothing I haven't really learned anything I might have gone off on a couple things that I'm like yeah. oh, you know Saul was interesting but then didn't really even look that much deeper into it so it was kind of like just one of the, a little branch off of this tree that you went off onto right. totally. and then now you're just back in the same spot in time and space that you started off your little adventure. This is me going like way I, I deep into it. it. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? Deep. It's it's oh, so totally. it, it's so yeah. Weird. Like when you're well, like um, well, like this morning, like or like you know some random mornings, you know, I'll have moments where you know, oh, there's like all this, you know, there's like a bunch of messages to respond to, or like something's like someone's sharing something, and you're like, oh, it is this cool little like adventure. You're like, oh, what is this? You know, 
Mm-hmm. Like I, w- I woke up this morning and like uh, someone like re like I think you you tagged me in something and then someone like reshared something and then someone shot me a message and then you're like oh this is cool and then you get sucked into like a feed and then you know you get it's like the you know come off that little like yeah. you know adventure high or whatever <laughs> and then you're just like you know scrolling and then you're like mm-hmm. and then you know you look at the clock and reality sets in and you're like yeah. I should I should. Uh, <laughs> I should start my day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think the feed. I think the feed is the addiction, and like the pro- the production of like you answering messages and and following up on things. I think that production. Like I think that's why that part of it not necessarily feels like work, but it's just like you you're doing something right. Yeah. And it's not until yeah. you start doing something that you're not familiar with, which you are with scrolling, but. You're always scrolling to something new. That's the addictive part, yeah. and and how people mm-hmm. get sucked in. And I, and I think that's why there's, and it's a weird world. Like like if you transfer that over into people who use Instagram for um, for work, or mm-hmm. they use it to for some kind of an income or something like that. I can't I can't imagine like just being on your phone all the time like I, I know people yeah. get a lot of attention for it and you're if you're constantly uploading and you're doing stories sure. or you're doing this and that more people are getting exposed to you but i feel like at the same time you're almost you're almost missing out on things right yeah like at what cost you know yeah it's what's like, the cost uh, right yeah i think about that a lot it's i feel like uh like I like I like what I, I I do and I love sharing stuff, but then at the end of the day, like there's, you know, it's nice when I can go on vacation and just totally unplug mm-hmm. and like it's like ah I don't have to touch a phone or like a computer or camera. I can just like you just go out and like nature or like you know whatever the beach or something, and you're like yeah. Yeah, it's it's so nice to like you do that for like a couple of days and you're like ah this just feels like your body's like yeah that's what I that's what I need. I don't mm-hmm. want to sit on my phone and just like you know, mindlessly do this for like three hours a day. And yeah, it's a, it's a double edged sword. You know, it's like, it's like, you know, well, I mean, you you know how it is. It's like, if you want to promote something and like, you know, just try to, you know, get yourself out there. It's like, you have to spend the time on these platforms now. And, you know, it's unfortunate that you have to do that to make it somewhere. And, you know, Mm. I don't know. That's just me. (laughs) Well, would you, would you suggest to like, to kids or, or anybody in general that are interested in photography, would you suggest to them uh, maybe leaving their phone at home or keeping their phone at their pocket and actually buying some kind of nice camera and just going out and shooting and not worrying about uploading or doing anything like that until they get home or whatever and, and maybe focus more on just go out and take pictures rather than just worry about this photo and then uploading that photo and then taking another photo right. and then uploading that photo. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's, it's interesting. Cause like I, I, when I started like, you know, when I was in like middle school or high school or whatever, it's like, I don't think they, yeah, I don't think they had like digital cameras. So like you couldn't really, you know, you couldn't like take the picture, look at it and be like, cool. Or like they were, they're still kind of new. So like you still like when I shot or I learned photography it was like film. So like you'd go and you'd take your pictures, you finish your role of whatever, 20 or 30. And then you'd be like, cool, I got to go develop it and see what that looks like. Mm. Um, and like that's something that I feel like is really valuable for people who are just like starting out. But at the same time, like you make a ton of mistakes. Like you're like, oh, I like I had the you know, the ISO set like way wrong on this roll of film and like everything's overexposed or underexposed and like they came out like crap. So like 
that being said, like, I don't know. It's, it's tough. Like, I will say, like, I feel like you don't need nowadays to go and buy. Like, if you just want to get interested in photography or get started, like, I don't think you, like, need to go buy a camera anymore. It's like if you have a cell phone, and as long as you have, like, a decent, like, camera, you can at least go and take pictures. Um, but, yeah, like, that whole, like, you know, like, oh, taking the picture, and then I can, you know, I can go in here and, like, mess with all the filters and then put it on Instagram and, like, oh, yeah, like, I got some likes or whatever. And, like, you know, it's like, yeah, if you can separate that, you know, I think that's important. But mm. I would say, like, you know, I always feel like, uh, you know, what you use to take the picture, like, uh, you know, phone, digital camera, film camera, any sort of, you know, whatever camera, it's like they're all just tools to, like, you know, to just do the job. They're all just different different tools, but you're yeah. just trying to do the same thing. So it's like, you know, you can kind of get to that same place, you know, using whatever. So, you know, like, I know a lot of people, like, when they first start, they're like, oh, I just want to spend a lot of money and get a really nice camera. And it's like, yeah, I mean, you can, but you don't, like, you don't have to. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you just use what you have and, you know, and then if you really like it, then you can go, you know, go nuts and, right. you know, sky's the limit. Then that's um, where you, it can, you know, pretty much just fall over into the whole paintball world where it's like yeah you know because i'm sure there's so many people who come to you who are like oh my god what camera do you use dude what lens do you oh, use yeah. oh this yeah. you know this and that it's the same thing with paintball oh man what what oh, gun yeah. do you use what barrel do you use what uh, mm-hmm. well, I, I guess you don't really hear what barrel do you use that much anymore eh, yeah not but, anymore maybe <laughs> but it's it's like you know, just get good at what you have and then right. you know eventually you know work your way up i mean that's, yeah I, I, right. I think that's a big thing now too. Is there's so many, you know, with us and and where we were in photography or paintball or whatever. It's like we mm-hmm. had to, we had to take the stairs. And I feel like now yeah. everybody is either taking the escalator and skipping steps, or they're taking the fucking right. elevator from yeah. from yeah, one to five. Skipping. Yep. Yeah. 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 It's, yeah. It's it's funny. I was I was thinking about that. It's like you know we were both sort of probably in the age where like, you know. I mean, I mean, we grew up with, there was no like YouTube, mm-hmm. like there wasn't someone showing you the way of like, this is how you snap shoot or like, this is how you, you know, work on this scale or like, you just probably had to go to the field and hope that, you know, you could like hone that or like maybe someone a little older than you who knew that would like share that with you or, yeah. you know, just put in the sweat effort and, you know, actually do it. But like now, yeah, I mean, you can go on YouTube and you know, whatever you want to do. I mean, it's right there. And yeah. yeah, you skip all those steps. You're like, which is, I mean, it's great in some sense because, you know, there's a lot of trial and error you don't have to go through, but that then those are some of the things you kind of miss out on that maybe make you appreciate certain things more. Mm-hmm. You yeah. Know? Yeah, but, I agree. And I, th- I think it's the experience too, right? It's the experience totally. of being, of of actually getting you know, having a mentor in a sense, you know, and, and doing everything at the field and having it be so, you know, fortunately, if you could go to a field and now it's all, all the mentors are, you know, online right. and yeah, everything's, everything's digital. It's, it's so weird. So with, um, with you, what came, what came first? Was it photography? And then you kind of found paintball and then you were like i'm trying to take some pictures or was it how did that whole thing play out yeah so i mean well long story short like i i mean i started playing like in the probably the mid late 90s like when oh really people 
Yeah, like my brother's a little older, um, and he came home. Like I think I was in like middle school. He came home and was like, "Oh, me and you know my friends went to like Kmart and bought like these brass eagle talons, and like some dude bought like a raptor, and like oh, yeah. someone got like one of those rainmakers or whatever." But it was all like, "Wow, you know, rainmaker!" Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. remember those. Yeah, yeah, it was all brassy or uh, yeah, I think it was all brass eagle stuff. And, uh, you know, so we would just go run around in, like, the woods and, like, shoot each other with these, like, you know, because you could get, like, the CO2 cartridges at, like, Kmart or whatever. So, you know, we, we did that for a few years, and then, you know, slowly we played a little bit, probably till like, the, maybe, like, 2003 is when, when I stopped playing. Um, and that's, of course, like, when paintball really, like, started off. to, like, come into its own was when I... Like, I went off to college, and then I just, like, blanked out on paintball for, like, a decade almost. Mm. And then, I think it was, like, 2010 or 11, I moved down to Virginia um, from uh, Philly. And uh, Pebs Field uh, in Aldi, I was, like, 20 minutes from where I lived, and I was like, oh, man, paintball, like, where have you been for, like, you know, whatever, 10 years? And then I come back, and I think one of the first things I saw, they had one of the MPPL events there that year, 2011, I think, maybe. And I think there was, like, maybe an all-star game there that year, or maybe it was 2012, one of those two. Hmm. Um, So then I was just like, oh, this is awesome. Like, everything's gotten so much, like, the gear, like, everything's so much cooler and, like, stable and, like, everything works. And um, so, yeah, and then I got back in, played for a few years, and... There wasn't really anyone sort of like taking pictures kind of like at my field and I, I had like one of those little rebels mm-hmm. um and i was like oh like you know i'll just I'll screw around and, and see uh you know just take pictures of my friends and us just like playing and, and then you know i kind of just got into it and then it just sort of like went off the deep end and i just kind of was obsessed with photography mm-hmm. um and then you know slowly over time um you know, like, I was, like, uh, trying to play paintball at, like, I played a few, like, PSPs and, like, um, like, local, like, regional stuff, and, and then at some point, I was just, like, you know, like, I couldn't do both, and then photography just won out, because I was, like, well, I'm not very good at paintball, and, um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, I, uh, uh, you know, it was just, it was just, you know, it came down to what I wanted to do more, um, you know, and I could still go play with my friends on the weekends, um, you know, paintball if I wanted to. Um, and I still do very rarely these days. But, um, but yeah, that's, that's you know, long story, kind of shorter. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but, yeah. So did you start, so did you start, uh, like, pursuing possibly getting contracted out by companies at that time? Or were you um, just like, I'm just going to sh- do it for myself for a little bit and see what happens? And- yeah. I shot for a few, well, like, well, I mean, I guess, like, you know, I didn't know anyone, so I just had to, like, kind of, like, start from the, the ground up, and, like, you know, I shot a bunch of, like, you know, local events, like, mm-hmm. stuff in, like, two, three-hour drives, like, New Jersey, and some stuff in Virginia, um, just, like, getting to kind of know, like, the local scene, and, like, people, and teams, um, and then that was actually, that was actually right at the time where the PSP had, like, a really nasty media policy, it was, like, it was like you could be a for hire, but it was like you had to pay like a thousand bucks an event to like get a media pass. What? So like no one was no one was doing it because it was like well, you you won't make you can't even make your money back after that plus your travel. This was like probably 2012, I think yeah. 2013. So I was like, well, there's no I'm never gonna go to a PSP because you know I'm not gonna I don't have like two grand to just blow on travel and 
Um, it's like playing an event, basically. Yeah. Except you have no chance at winning anything. <laughs> um, so, and then there was also, if you wanted to go, you could go and shoot for manufacturers, because I think that's when, like, maybe GI and, I think there was, like, the, I forget what GI's program, but anyways, GI Empire, they all had, like, their player programs. So you could, like, photograph for, like, one of those companies, but, like, I'm pretty sure you didn't get paid, and, like, they just gave you, like, swag, you know, like, they would give someone, like, a mask, and then you'd, like, so, that's a long story short, yeah, like, I basically started shooting locally, and then, uh, like, pretty much right when the PSP crumbled, like, 2015, I think, or right after that Dallas mm. event in in the mud, the mud fest hmm. with the true semi. Oh, my um, God, dude, that was yeah. so terrible, and, and I'm talking about true semi. <laughs> I yeah. I liked yeah. the mud more than I liked the true semi. Yeah, yeah, it, it looks like a fun event. I was I was kind of sad I missed it just because like the pictures, every, the video, everything looked awesome. But uh, yeah. yeah, I remember watching like I would because I lived nearby uh, where Revo would practice, mm -hmm. and I think I went to some of their practices in the off season when they were like adjusting to true sem semi, and they were just like this is like the weirdest. I never got to try it, but it was like it just yeah. looked odd. Um, yeah. So tape uh, tape tape both of your fingers together and then use that as one finger and then take your third finger and then use that as your second finger and try and walk the trigger and, that, and there you so go. We... <laughs> that's pretty much what it was. That's, that's probably the best description of it like I've ever I've ever heard. So now if ever, anyone ever asks what well, uh <laughs> about true semi, I'll be like, Oh I got a great story. Um but yeah, uh, and then right after that, crumbled. Uh, I guess that was Cleveland. Twenty fifteen was when the NXL started. I think. I believe um, so. And they were like the opposite of PSP. They were just like, um, you know, open media. Whoever wants to come, you know, you can have a free pass. You can pay for, you know, two hundred. I think it was like two hundred bucks or something for a media pass, which is fine. Um, uh, but like, so anyone could come and shoot. I mean, you couldn't shoot pros unless you were shooting for someone, but you could still come and shoot divisional teams up to mm. semi-pro. So that's what I did. I went, and I, I think I played that event, and then when I wasn't playing, I took pictures of, like, every team that I that I possibly could. Semi-pro, you know, D4, D3, every, everything. Um, and then I just did that for a couple events. and Keeping and then, track of everybody that you shot and then approaching those those... Not even that, just honestly, I think just posting stuff to Instagram and just kind of pushing stuff out there. And sure. um, thankfully, the awesome people at PB Nation, uh, uh, John over there, I think for Cup that year, I was like, hey, I want to come, you know, can I, can I, you know, I want to shoot for you guys and get you some stuff. And he liked what I was doing. And that was how I got onto the, the pro field for the first time, which was, uh, I think it was 20, yeah, 2015. Mm -hmm. um, and then after that, uh, uh, so I and on hold this whole time, I, I mean, I've always sort of just worked for myself um, and just kind of been like for hire. But that 2015 year, at the end, that was when I was like uh, interested in trying to approach um, companies because I reached a point where um, I just didn't really want to. I didn't really feel like I was doing a great job, like you know, fulfilling like just working for myself like mm -hmm. I was like oh I want to support something bigger than what like I'm doing like just just me um so I reached out to a bunch of companies and like the only company who responded to me was the one I thought who would not respond at all which was Planet uh Eclipse and it was LEDs LEDs was like oh hey our uh, our design guy like really likes your photos like 
you know, let's let's talk. And I was just like, oh, well, that, that was really unexpected. Um, and uh, this is so cool. Yeah, those guys are uh, incredible. Best um, best dudes in the in the, uh, in the industry. They're yeah. awesome. Um, love them. Um, but yeah, so I've just been doing stuff with them pretty much ever since. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's it's so. been cool. I mean, Planet. You know, speaking of Planet and everything, that video that you came out with, I think that turned out awesome. Yeah, um, thanks. I, I really like Planet. They have been I, for me. I feel like they've been on like really have been on on top of things and their players and just keeping them, you know, out in the open. Like because they're not only supporting us with with the markers and everything, but like that. But they've they've always had really good media i feel mm-hmm. i mean hk does an amazing job yeah. as well um Certainly. but i feel like planet has always been with the etv and and, right. and everything that came out with the roster and everything i think they've always been they've always tried to keep paintball uh going in a direction of uh media wise somewhere where people can find it and see mm-hmm. it and acknowledge it and and try and understand it and with uh with people like yourself and, and Dan Napoli and, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. and, and Brad from inside the net and everything, you mm-hmm. know, and then all the, you know, the, the women photographers that are out there too, that are, mm-hmm. that are hustling and, and all photographers in general, it's, it's so good to see like the media side and people actually taking it more serious and more important. And like, and then you talking about like how the PSP had such a strict, um, media yeah. thing and it was, it's, right. it's, so frustrating to me because I like that's that is the essence of of getting paintball out into the world is is mm-hmm. letting people on the field taking pictures. I mean, they're spending money to be there. They have, I mean, even me personally, I think two hundred dollars is a lot of money. But it's you know, I yeah, I'm not certainly. setting that up. But it's like let people get out there, let people take photos, let let's let's expose this sport that has been to me. I feel like dormant. And, Certainly, and, yeah. and and bring it out to the public in any way that we can possible. Yeah, and I think um, yeah to go back on your point um, with Planet, like I think yeah, like they have always put out really cool. Like even like when I was just a player and primarily like just a player, like I loved the stuff like they did with like the roster, mm-hmm. um, like yeah, like all their. I mean, everything they've done is just like they just put such an emphasis on. And I'm, I'm not saying this just because like I shoot you know, for them. Like, I'm not an employee or anything. I just, I yeah. really like them. Um, mm-hmm. I'm like excited about them. They're just such, such a good company. Yeah. Um, but, and I'm, I'm sure you feel that way. You shot their stuff. Oh yeah. For, absolutely. Forever. Forever. For, like, your entire career. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you get it. Um, mm-hmm. but like they just, they put like an emphasis on media and putting out really good stuff because they know that, yeah, they just, they just have like a really good vision for what they want paintball to be and they know how to present it and like they're just you know you just need people like that putting more emphasis on good media mm-hmm. versus cheap media because there's lots of companies out there um i mean that just want you know oh like this this guy will shoot um you know he'll shoot some matches for us for like a, a mask or something like you know and that's fine i mean i guess but like you just you can't like I don't know. You you kind of just get what you pay for, and I feel like yeah. companies need to put more of their dollars back into promoting good content because well, a it helps them look good, 
mm-hmm. and B, it helps the sport look good. And you know, when people see it, you know, an outsider and they're scrolling through and they see a company post a photo and you know, it's kind of like a you know, crappy photo or, you know, whatever. It's just not high quality content. And then it kind of makes it look like, I don't know, like maybe amateur hour. Um, right. So I don't know. That's just my two cents. But no, no, I, I agree. Know. And I th- I feel the same. And I, I think it's time that photographers start, you know, drawing a line in the sand and mm-hmm. saying, you know, my time is, is worth more. My, my product is worth more. Right. And I feel like right now, um, even as we're talking about this, I feel like paintball players in general, the, the players mm-hmm. and the teams need to draw a line in the sand and, mm-hmm. and be like, look, man, we, we want, we obviously want to play the best in the world, but if, if this is supposed to be the best in the world, we, you know, there needs to be, there, there needs to be some kind of change. And right. I know there's been like lately, there's been this whole rustle of like just shit going on. And right. Yeah, Yeah, it's it's crazy to yeah. see. But then it's also like, you know, I, I don't want to get too deep into yeah. it. I'm just from seeing sure. from what, what I've seen. But it's like, you know, are, are, are people's opinions now, are they going to start being criticized and pretty much crucified in public for yeah. somebody's opinion if they right. talk bad about a certain, not even talk bad, but just criticize criticize a company so, yeah, or or right. a league or this or that i mean w- can you even do that now yeah right yeah it's it's true i mean you know yeah that whole situation i mean there was you know craziness on on you know both sides but um you know i mean it's it's a good point it's you know i mean you should be able especially as as a player like if i were a player i would be you know if you're spending all this money to play at the highest level you know, I mean, and and all this is to say, like, you know, um, I mean, I think the NXL does a really good job personally. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just me. I'm not a player. Yeah. I mean, certainly there are things that happen. You know, scoreboards go down. Um, you know, field conditions and things. Um, but I mean, you know, all that aside, like, I still think overall, I think they're still doing a really good job. Period. They're like, orchestrating I, a it, circus every time, and and yeah, you can make it work. You can make it work. Right, yeah. I, I, you know, not to take anything away from them at all. Like, I'm not like, yeah, anti NXL or anything like that. I think yeah, they no. all do a great job. But, yeah, you're right. Like, you should be able to, as someone who, you know, pays or plays in this, in these leagues, like, you should be able to, like, hey, you know, can we get these things addressed? Like, you know, at least just, at least, even if you can't do it, just be like, hey, we looked into it. There's no way we can do XYZ before this event. You know, right. we tried. Sorry. Just, you know, I think people just would like more you know, transparency because, right. you know, obviously there's, I feel like this happens every year, like every single off season since I've been like following paintball, it's like, someone's always like, look at all this money they made after on entries, like at world cup and they like calculate it. And then they're like, well, uh, you know, a field costs this. And then like, you know, they do all this, like, you know, the little, uh, you know, uh, I can't think of the word, but they, you know, they just scribble their math out, and they're like, "Look at right. all this profit they're making," and it's like napkin math. Yeah, the napkin yeah. math behind. Yeah, and it's like, I mean, sure, if, if that's what you think, but like, I'm sure there's stu- well, a lot of stuff that goes into these things that you don't know, so mm-hmm. it's hard, you know, to make an, an educated, you know, decision about that. So, you know, uh, but I don't know. You're right. I mean, I think people, players, and and players on of all levels, pro. Um, down to you know D five like everyone should be able to have some sort of an input and not be you know 
criticized or you know fired um, <laughs> yeah or yeah. whatever yeah um yeah i mean it's it's ridiculous um so. Well, and even everything that was that kind of led up to it, like you know Nick going on. Well, first there was there was a post about you know kind of uh, what was being paid in, uh, and then what was being paid out, and yeah. yeah, you know if those numbers are correct, that's wow. That you know that's that's crazy. And you know my right. whole thing, and then and then Nick chiming in saying that. Uh, you know, if you're not in it, if you're in it to make money, then you're in it for the wrong. Like, yeah, we, we understand that. I, I get it, you know, but I don't, I, I can't name a division four or five up to a, a a semi-pro player or, or even a division two guy that's in the sport or in the tournament scene to make money. Like right. nobody, nobody, yeah. and there's, there's even a ton of pros that are in it not to make money. I mean, we, in it, right. we obviously, everybody's in it because we love the fucking sport. That's a right. no brainer. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and that's, yes. that's exactly why we just show up on the weekends at our local right. field. In not, the snow. Exactly. Yeah. Not be, you know, we, we go to an NXL event because we are obviously playing against the best in the world, right. but we go to the week, we go to the uh, the local fields and everything on the weekends and shit because we love the sport. That's why we yeah. go to those. Right. When we go to an NXL, we're expecting, you know, a, a great product that we're mm-hmm. that we're a part of. And for him to kind of just say the things that he did was kind of kind of a, a kick in the ass where it's like, hey man, you know, all these divisional guys like and, and these teams, I feel like all they're really asking for is Hey, where's this money going? Because there's so much, and they don't. NXL doesn't have to say shit. Tom doesn't have to oh, say, yeah, say shit. Yeah, but yeah, but why definitely. they're? I, I, this is obviously my opinion, and I think why they're asking for this stuff is because cost on everything has gone up. On right. cost on everything has gone up. The only yeah. thing that has not really gone up, I believe, um, you know, have been the payouts. I mean, I know right. I can guarantee for a fact. That payouts for pros have been the same for what four or five years or something like that. Yeah, or pretty similar, probably. Or, or pretty similar, similar. Yeah. So it's like you know, I, I I can say that at least all the divisional guys are going into it, or divisional you know people and teams are going mm-hmm. into it. Um, they're going in to hopefully, if they win, make right. back some of what they spend because they're right. as we all know, there's hotels, cars, paint entry flights i mean it's it's ridiculous and then to say and then to and then for nick to say that you know you should just be in it for because you love it i mean that's i feel like it's that's just a cop-out yeah to not have to pay out to people yeah yeah no it's yeah (laughs) yeah it's 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 a weird subject it it yeah it's it's weird Uh, it's uh you know, I, I, it's hard to even, I don't know. I feel like it's hard to comment. Cause it's like, yeah, that, I mean, how you feel is, is exactly how I feel. I mean, I, I feel like, you know, they, it seems like on paper, they should be able to pay out more money. And then, you know, obviously, you know, I, I think at the very least teams would be like, even if they can't or don't want to, whatever, mm-hmm. I think they just, I think players just want more transparency period. Like, right. and I mean, I don't think it's asking like a ton, um, or even if the payouts were the same, like I think a lot of people, you know, are like, hey, like playing conditions. Like I know, like most of the, I feel like most of the pro fields are usually pretty decent. I didn't go to Dallas last year. I heard some things. Yeah. I didn't see it. But like you know, there's especially like at Cup, 
they've been in the same cup location now for four four years. Yeah. And like some of those fields still have these massive like just huge like dips like from the from the home right to like the snake one. There's just this trench you've got to run through, and it's like just fill it in with dirt. Yeah. And just don't even just just take care. You know you're gonna be there next year. Like mm-hmm. it's like if you're gonna pay three grand and or whatever twenty five hundred and whatever for entry, it's like just give them a level playing field. Like you know I don't know. Yeah. Um, I get that. I I mean I I get the gripes. Like I you know and I mean it's they're all warranted. Um, yeah. You know and you know all this said like I still think um, Tom Cole's been great for um, paintball NXL personally. Every time I've ever had to deal with him, I think he's been he's been great. He's answered everything. Mm-hmm. Every now and then he'll come on PB Nation and like respond to stuff. Um, yeah. You know he doesn't have to do that, um, but nope. he does. And you know I mean would it? I I think they should address this whole situation. Um, I think they you should know. too. Yeah. Um, will they? Via not Nick. Know. Yeah. Yeah. I think Tom like people. I think people just want to see something at at the top. You know, I think it would, you know, it would just be like, oh, they're listening to us. Cool. Like, you know, here's, you know, whatever, whatever their reasoning is or yeah. whatever. I think people just want to see that. Um, so, or, yeah. I mean, obviously everybody knows it's a business and it, right. it, it caught there. there you okay. have overhead. You have things that, uh, you know, that need to be paid for that is just strictly overhead. But my, so my thinking, like, in 2006, uh, Excessive won Chicago Open. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm sure somewhere there's statistics on how big the event was, how many teams there were, this, that, this, and that. So, yeah, 2006 was a pretty prosperous year. Um, yeah. You know, it was before 2008, that whole yeah. bubble burst mm-hmm. or whatever. But how many teams were there? How much was the entries and everything? And I'm almost 100 percent positive that we that excessive either won 35 grand or 45 grand. I know yeah. that for sure, and I can probably ask Rich Telford because yeah, he would know. <laughs> he would know because, and how I remember this is because he <laughs> he uh, before we played the event, um, I think it was might have been that Thursday. He sat us all down in a meeting and said, "Hey, if you guys win this event, if we win this event, every single penny that." is from the winnings will go back to the players that's awesome and i and i I, that must have lit a fire under everybody's ass because (laughs) we won um and i remember getting like three grand or something like that for for winning the event so it's like um so what what has changed was it was it that 2006 was just that prosperous and 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 the annex or whatever it was psp or nxl they were just making that much money to be a, why were they able to pay out that much money right. and Versus if now exactly yeah. and if paintball is bigger than it's ever been now right why are we still at 12 grand is it and and i think maybe that this this could be answered you know is it because now paintball is bigger than and see, and then you can kind of contradict it too, because if you can say paintball is bigger, yeah, you have more teams that you have to look over, more fields mm-hmm. that you have to build, but then that sure. means there's more money coming in too. So it's like, right. so where is, what's the difference? That's my right. biggest thing. What's the difference? Yeah, yeah, I th- and I think that's I think that's fair, and I think people because if because if you know, I mean, the only uh, logical assumption people are going to have if you know 
uh, more teams keep coming to these events. Like World Cups always, like every year, I feel like there's just more and more and yeah. more teams, and there's more formats to play in. So like every year, theoretically, World Cup is just, and this is just one event, obviously, but World Cups is taking in more and more and more money, and all the payouts stay the same. Mm-hmm. So everyone else is just assuming, okay, well they're just pocketing all the money, like. I mean, but nobody no... bitches. Everybody bitches, and then it goes right. away. Right. Now I feel yeah. like it's sticking. Right. Yeah, and I and and I mean, you know, maybe they do have some fair, um, you know, uh, points for why they're. And obviously, they you know they don't have to disclose any of this. Right. Um, but like, you know, I mean, maybe they do have some like massive debt or um, bills or something that you know we don't know about that they have to pay back and they're like okay well if we can keep the trend going maybe in five more years then we can start really taking the prices the price packages up you know mm-hmm. by x amount but yeah you're totally right i mean yeah if it's if it's paintball's um, never been bigger than it is now then and there's more teams coming to these events and it's more expensive you know or entries more like yeah why can't prize packages be like you know 30 40 50 grand or you know yeah. For the for pros and I don't and know, go I, and go up through the divisionals too. I mean, you know. yeah, well, yeah, yeah, not just the pros. Yeah, every everyone just you know up. I mean, yeah. I think I think it would be fair for divisional teams at the very least if you placed in the top you know two two three spots, you should make at least enough money back to cover you know entry, paint, and travel. Mm-hmm. You know, as a team, which is I mean, it's a lot of money, but you know, they're also seems like they're taking in a lot of money yeah but and, and i know that the pro field doesn't make any money i mean it's only 20 teams and yeah it, it, it's it's a very small thing that yeah. it's it's a loss pretty much for the nxl yeah. um well, but at the same time i don't know because they i mean they they have people pay for the grandstands to watch they pay for photographers yeah, those, to get on the field they those grandstands. <laughs> the grandstands kill me i i feel like it's like they gripe about, you know. I'm as a photographer, I hate, I hate photographing the pro field when the the benches are empty because uh. it just, it's terrible. Like when I post a like, I don't, I just, I don't shoot that way. Like I'll shoot, you know, if I'm like on the field and I can see that no one's in the stands, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go to the other side of the field and just shoot toward the player pits because no one wants to see a photo where there's like two people standing mm-hmm. or sitting watching a game, like. Yeah, I get like 8 a.m. games. All right, the turnout could be low, fine. But like, I on and I said this in a comment somewhere on you know it's buried in the you know the ethos of like Instagram you know the abyss. But like I told Nick, I was like I don't know why you know at least like Fridays and Fridays and Saturdays, whatever players who are paying all this money to come to these events, give them you know access or a certain number of the stands. To like maybe a hundred seats or whatever in this, mm-hmm. I don't know, some number, they can come in and then help fill up the stands, and on Friday, Saturday, and then Sunday, okay, then they can't do it because it's Sunday. Everyone wants to come and, you know, watch. Well, everybody's stuff. playing too. Right. Yeah. At least Friday, also, Saturday. Right, and you know, um, it also gives people more of an incentive to hang around the event instead of just. Well, I'm just gonna go home and you know sit in my hotel room and watch the webcast. It's like you know, oh, if it's if it's free and I can just go stand there and you know have a drink and watch you know the pros like right mm-hmm. here and I don't have to leave the field. Like why, why would I you know why would I go home? Like I can watch it live. Hell, some um, of the pro teams go back to the hotel and watch the right, watch right. the feed rather than stay and yeah. I I would love to be at the field. I love to yeah. stay and watch. Right, and I think more people would if if 
I don't know. I, I think they should try it at least. I don't know if they have, you know, mm-hmm. correct me if I'm wrong, um, internet, but, um, you know, I, I think they should at least, you know, cause, uh, those stands like they, those should be jam. Those should be packed constantly. Yeah. Um, I mean, Fridays, I get it. You know, it's, it's people are still working, but Saturday, Sunday, those, those stands should be full. Yeah. Like, and I mean, it's pro like, you know, the top, like pinnacle of the sport, like those should be full period. Like, mm-hmm. and you know, go on Craigslist and like hire people to come fit, just fill up the stands. Like, I mean, they just, I don't know. I, and it's sad just, that we're talking about it like this because I feel I like know. it used to be, you, oh, there used yeah. to be too many people. Right. Right. And, and now it's like, it's like, fuck dude, take away the stands, have people, have people stand. And then <laughs> yeah. now, and now every, it's good. Instead of rather like it's going to be people going up, it's going to be people going back right. so yeah. now no matter what it's going to look like there's going to be It'll a lot of people full. watching yeah. Because... <laughs> uh, yeah it's frust- that's frustrating uh, um and these are just I'm things sure that we're trying to figure out right and especially too and as a pro i mean i'm sure you've been out there before where you know the stands are like you know packed and you know they're like cheering for your team you guys score a point and the, the, the crowd just goes nuts like i'm sure as a player that's awesome oh yeah uh, versus like you guys have an awesome point and there's like two guys out there and it's just like golf claps and, and I don't I don't know to some extent it has to be demoralizing like those are definitely those uh 7:30 games for sure or <laughs> oh, 7 yeah. 7 o'clock that's games that's always going to happen though that's but even gonna... yeah even friday fucking 3 o'clock game right um, it's yeah crickets yeah yeah, yeah. So, i don't know we're, i mean these are some of the things we're trying to address with the uh, with mm-hmm. the NPL and trying to figure out yeah. and, and, and making sure that we 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 do it the right way and you know it's one of the things where we actually um, I don't know how much you know about it but we we plan on having events at uh, established fields rather yeah. than going to you know creating a field somewhere we're actually mm-hmm. doing established fields that way we can kind of interact with the local community paintball community and everything and, and get a little more involved. Certainly. Uh, in that way. And it helps drive your costs down, I'm sure. You know, mm-hmm. you don't have to build a field in the middle of nowhere or in a park. You know. exactly. Well, that's where our $25,000 right. payout comes in. We're trying, right. to, we're trying to eliminate as much. Hell, that's you know, one of the main reasons why we're pro only um, right. is because we, we just want to be able to put on a show um, and, and a great tournament that's, that people and divisional guys and teams are going to – I keep saying guys. But there's women playing too. I'm sorry if yeah. you're listening. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, in general, yeah. In general, I say it. Paintball people, um, right. that giving them something to strive for. If if we can make a pro league that is something truly unique, that that you know some of the best teams in the world are playing in, um, you know, it, it gives it gives younger players something to strive towards. To be like, man, I want to play in the NPL. Certainly. I want to. I want to yeah. be, be in the NPL. I want. I want to be a player in the NPL and, and compete mm-hmm. there. And and that's what we really want to do, along with you know, having an extraordinary media experience to be able to bring that to um, advertisers in in the world yeah. that wouldn't think twice about sponsoring paintball. You know, Certainly. we want to bring those people in. Yeah, and I guess, so that's probably, I'm guessing, where, you know, any sort of payout probably is going to have to come through is probably sponsors then, mm-hmm. right? I mean, if it's such a small, um, you know, pro only, then it, you have to rely on, I mean hope maybe some outside of industry sponsors yeah. outside industry Hopefully. sponsors uh, still we're, we're our entry fee is cheaper than uh than yeah. the nxl um entry fee but we're still 
you know, we're, we're, is everything we're... fleshed out with the and I have like I followed there was a thread on on PB Nation mm-hmm. that had some of the details and then you know I mean threads stuff gets buried and you know but has everything like been like officially announced and released and I or it's I, still a work in progress. It's it's not really I mean there's a lot of things that are solidified but we're not yeah yeah like we're coming out with it but we're just kind of gradually yeah. doing it. I mean everybody's right. looking for this big like kind of open door everything here sure. it is and yeah. you know. I'm sure it will come to that, but we we mm-hmm. like to really kind of tie the you know tie the ends off and get everything down. Like Certainly. like we're trying a uh, we're trying a four on four format um, rather nice. than rather than the five on five. That way, you know, there's um, I think I can talk about this. I guess it doesn't matter. Well, now. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to go into it. <laughs> I was just curious. No, I mean honestly, like it's not like anybody's going to change their game just because of what they think we are or what we're doing. You know what I mean? Right. So, yeah. you know, and, and I, I was thinking about the forum four thing and I'm like, man, you can have the same amount of cameras that we are planning on having on the field, but that means we'll get more player coverage because there's, mm-hmm. there's two less players. But right. then we, we had a couple people say, well, you know, it's going to be a lot more conservative breakouts and everything because, you know, there's not going to be that extra body out there. I was like, okay, well, yeah, Is but there's gonna also the not going to be field size though, too. Uh, we might go a little, we might go a hair smaller, but we might keep it. But, but the thing is, is we plan yeah. on taking away bunkers anyway. We might add right. a couple new ones, but we're going to be taking away some bunkers for sure. Yeah. Um, but with the four man thing, you know, everybody's like, well, it might be conservative breakouts and this and that. I was like, well, you're going to have one less shooter shooting at you. Yeah. So That's I mean, yeah. I think it's. I, I mean, from from my experience from playing, you're playing with four guys more times than not. Right. Right. Most yeah. of the, I mean, I I would say 70, 70 to seventy five percent of the time you're playing with four right. guys, or you're yeah. playing against four guys. Right. Yeah. And and I think it's it's kind of one of those things where I don't think I don't think players are going to notice, especially when we can roll in where it's like okay, four players, four pods, um, you know, you pretty much got a pod a player. Yeah. If you're if you're if you're looking at it, and we're trying to make it, you know, a lot of people like, and we've also we've come up and we've in, we're going to incorporate um, some of these some of these new new kind of. I don't want to talk about it because it's kind of a really cool idea. Yeah, don't yeah don't don't uh, <laughs> don't uh, don't uh, spoil it here. But you know? uh, but no, we're having um, we're having Rocky um, Rocky from the Portland Naughty Dogs. Yeah. They're they're trying yeah. uh, they're trying this idea out and giving it back to us. Um, nice, but. But and even even semi auto and I'm, I'm sure yeah. you know I said to my my listeners and everything like that too they prior to time me hearing about this whole <laughs> damn thing, but um right. but semi auto I feel like semi auto in and of itself is going to speed the game up because there's going to be more gaps in lanes uh, mm-hmm. players are not going to be able to to single single finger hold a lane anymore yeah. right. either handed the ramp either off yeah. exactly and I think right. I think that. You know, a lot of people too. They're like, "Well, that's not going to change," and they're going to get cheater boys. I'm like, if you know, I don't think it's going to. I, I really don't. Right. I, I think it's going to be. You know, obviously people are going to try and cheat, but we're we're sure. going to make things so extravagant on, you know, that why you shouldn't. Um, right. That it's right. not going right. to be worth it. Some pretty and, harsh penalties, I'm guessing. Yeah, and 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 I think that. Or we, at the same time, too, you should have like, you know, I don't know, like there should be some sort of honor, you know, amongst, you know, the pros. It's like, you know, do you really need to put, like, a cheater board in to, like, you know, to give you that edge to beat out the other? You can't just beat them straight up, like... And we're going to know. It's right. it's going to be it's gonna be a capped 
you know, right. it's going to be like 50, yeah. 12 or 15 balls a second. It's going right. to be capped. We're going to know if you're shooting fast. We're going to be able yeah. to hear it and figure it out, especially right. if there's two less guns on the field, meaning four on four. Right. So we're, we're going to be able to figure it out. Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's, it's going to make for, I think, a lot better paintball. That, you know, mm-hmm. you're going to see guys playing in pairs down the field, and it's right. it's just – It's exciting. Know. I mean, it's – you yeah. know, I think that's the one thing that – um, I, th- I, I mean, I'm, I hope it works out. I mean, it, it sounds awesome. Me too. <laughs> um, I'm, uh, you know, it's, it's the one thing that's kind of made paintball, um, just a little bit dull the last like couple of years. Like I like what the NXL has done with regards to like, just, you know, kind of unifying stuff and making it, you know, I don't know, just it, it's, it's felt, it feels pretty stable for the most part, but like, mm-hmm. it also feels like a little bit stale watching I've always said, like, I hate pro. I don't hate split deck. I actually love it as a photographer because, like, I get a break to, like, go in the pits and shoot stuff. Mm-hmm. But, like, I hate pro split deck. It is the worst. Like, it ruined. I mean, yeah. You, I'm sure you know all of it. Yeah. It's fucking you know, terrible. you hate it. Yeah. <laughs> it well, and it, it just, from a story perspective, like, it just, it kill. it ruins it. Like, mm-hmm. there's no, like, it kills your moment. Like, you know, yeah. you guys get fired up and then the other team goes out and has, like, a. 12 minute point and you're just like sitting there and you basically just got cooled down and then you go out and it's like starting a whole new game again and yeah i and it's just not you know it's not as aggressive as it used to be and it and i think uh or not like in a in a you know like a you know fist fight kind of way but just Mm. like you know it just doesn't have the attitude that it used to it's very there's too much going on yeah it's too it's it's almost like too polished right now yeah pro like pro paintball it's just like it's great like every, everyone's great like i mean there's you know the players like everyone does like an awesome job like mm-hmm. um but like it just doesn't have that like raw edge that it used to and it's like a little i don't know process I, I, hopefully you guys can you know resuscitate some life <laughs> into that uh, <laughs> we're hoping to that. man we're yeah we're really hoping to and we understand that you know everybody wants everybody wants information now this and this and this oh, and yeah, like, okay yeah. and, and paintball is such Take a time. believe it when we see it uh kind of kind of community so it's like man we'll we'll we'll, you'll know when you'll know yeah and and we're just we're we're doing our very best to to make we don't want it to be this thrown together project that's you know not well thought you don't go half-assed you know you just want to yeah yeah Mm -hmm. just just wait till it's right and then because i'm sure there's no rush i mean you know it's not like uh you know no no one's like waiting on you guys it's just up to you and you you polish it and you know release it when it's when it's perfect you know test it out and it and, might not uh, be per- and, you know and we're not saying it's well, going to be yeah, perfect yeah. it doesn't but, need to be yeah but we're trying to take paintball at least professionally in a direction of where it's going to be on the media forefront um the way we shoot it and the way that we release it but then yeah. also on the format side um you know i've really wanted to kind of cut all the fat off of it and and lean it down to yeah. uh, back to when players and those individual skills I don't give a shit what people say that about walking the trigger is not a fucking skill right. or shooting your gun shooting your marker fast it's like okay then go go out there against a guy right. <laughs> who can actually shoot 15 balls a second for right. like for sure and yeah. and then you try and play against that guy and yeah. uh, you know good luck so it's like you have to you have to have that that skill it's set true. now, and you know with one less player on the field, you're gonna have to play that much more tight. And and I think we're just kind of bringing it down to more of the individual skill sets uh, for these teams that will accumulatively, you know, 
be better teams and better games and plays to watch. Yeah. So that's that's really what we're trying to do. And yeah, people criticize us for it, but you know what? If they criticize me for trying to make paintball, you know, better, then shame on you, I guess. Yeah, shame on you. Yeah. <laughs> Besides, people just like I don't know. People just like people to be love negative. to hate, man. I know. It's just like whatever. All you I know, can do just, is smile. Exactly. Block them out. Go do your thing. Yeah. So speaking of doing cool. your thing. You, I'm just guessing off the top of my head, are a, mu- a musician. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a few, uh, you know, a few guitars and things just like hanging around. <laughs> so, do you what? Uh, I mean, do you play guitar, or do you play? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I um, I started playing. Well, I, I dabbled in a few things like growing up, but like I fell into like bass guitar because all my friends played guitar and they needed a bass player. And then after like a couple, of, you know, it's like yeah, a thankless job. But like, <laughs> yeah, somebody's got to um, do it. Someone's got to do it. Yeah. Um, and then after like a few years, you know, I just fell into playing the guitar, you know, in high school, and then just like that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to be a musician. I was like, cool. I want to, you know, be in a band. I want to tour the world, and you know, that's that was my thing. Um, and then that didn't really could have happened, but didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, yeah, so and now I just like you know I've I've you know, um, you know, tapped into like the, uh, the keyboard stuff a little bit. And like now everything's like the, you know, uh, like plugins and things for instruments, like everything just sounds so good now. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, it, so I dabble a bit. There's a drum set like over in the corner there, um, that I don't play because my neighbors would probably (laughs) hate it. Um, but yeah, yeah. So it's a, it's a mix of a mix of things. So yeah, it's so cool. I didn't really, I, I've always loved music and and just playing here and there. And then in like 2006 or so, I, I bought a guitar and I just started playing and learning how to play and writing songs and all this shit. And eventually, I I started a little band and everything, and I played nice. a few shows. And it's it's such a weird feeling playing a show in front of people, <laughs> like on a stage. So weird. It's so weird. It's yeah. so weird, especially playing your own music mm-hmm. because it's so it's like opening up. You're like your jacket and this T-shirt that it just has your emotions on it. Right. You're just kind of yep. showing it to everybody, and you're just you're you're That's you're great... saying it like you're. Yep. It's so weird, but it's so it's so good. it's such a good feeling when you're done. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, it's it's awesome. It's um. Yeah, I don't. It's it's been like almost ten years, probably since the last time I played live. Um, but yeah, it's there's nothing like. Well, I mean. It, it sucks when you play in front of like literally two people, mm-hmm. um, but man, when you play to like like a like full like hundreds of people, like it's yeah, it's pretty cool. That's probably like one of the best feelings. Like, and people actually like what you're doing. Like, they're not just standing there just like bored. <laughs> just they're just like super into it. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's awesome. Yeah, it's it's super fun. Um, I miss it to some extent, but you know. Maybe you know, yeah. still somewhat young. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll have another uh, opportunity. <laughs> For sure. You know. Well, what? Um, so you were saying that there could have been a possibility of touring when you were younger. Yeah. I mean, what? What? Um, what happened? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I played in some local bands. Like we didn't really do much. Um, I mean, I think we did some touring, like just like little, like two, three week runs, like in the east, southwest, you know, or southeast, you know, yeah. east coast, whatever. Nothing like major, no big acts um, supporting any big acts or anything like that. Um, uh, my buddies, actually, fun, I, my, I did play in a band and we did have a video that was on MTV. 
which and and it wasn't like an actual record store, which is kind of cool. Is it on YouTube? It was like, uh, oh yeah, it's on there. It's uh the band was Century, like a uh, hundred years Century, like C E N T U R Y. The song's called Black Ocean. Um, I'm looking that shit up right after we get. Yeah, that. it's uh the the first like in my Patreon, like the first like two or three seconds of it. It's like black and white, like that's like part of the music video. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh. Yeah, like so that that was like the cool thing. I was like, oh, we actually got to sign like a record contract and like send it in, and like you know we didn't make any royalties. It probably sold like a hundred copies like worldwide, um, but it was still cool to do. <laughs> yeah, that's um, sweet. You know, I got to just like you know check that off the list of things. Um, but yeah, like the the closest I got was uh, I grew up in near Lancaster, Pennsylvania, um, and there's a band from there called August Burns Red. I don't know if yeah. you've ever heard of. Them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there. So I grew up playing in bands, like you know, with them. We all knew each other. And then when I was in college, uh, like I was just like you know on the good old MySpace one morning, and like I saw like oh their bass player like, you know he was quit or he quit or had you know kicked out or whatever I forget. Mm-hmm. And uh, I like messaged JB and I was just like the one guitar player and I was like oh hey like I saw your bass player quit like, you know are you looking for a replacement like what do you what's the deal? And, you know, that was basically, like, he was like, oh, do you want to come play with us? And I was like, oh, yeah, but I was, like, in college at the time, like, mm. in, like, mid-semester, and I was like, oh, like, you throw away, like, all that. And, like, they weren't, like, now they're, like, you know, Grammy-nominated. I don't know if they've won a Grammy or not yet, but, like, you know, they weren't where they were now. Yeah. That, like, this was, like, I guess this was probably, like, 13 or 14 years ago, so, like, you know, they were still, like, pretty small. Like, mm. they were, like, they probably played the Warp Tour a couple times at that point, but, like, they weren't, like, you know, Who they like, are. now they're, like, yeah, now they're just, like, ridiculous. They're just huge. Um, so, yeah, kind of, like, every now and then that kind of bums me out. I'm, like, ah, oh, that could have been so cool, but, you know, <laughs> who knows? It might have gotten tire- tiresome, you know, touring as much as they do. Um, yeah. I don't know. But and who knows where it would have went? Right, yeah. At the time, yeah, you were, like, uh, go to college or, like, join a band that, like, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, well. Could have been fun. So what, uh, so what do you do now for work? Is it just straight photography, uh, weddings um, and uh, paintball yeah, shows? Yeah. I work with – so, like, uh, I work with my, my sister. Uh, I have a twin sister. She, she actually went to film school. She's, like, a proper um, film, you know, enthusiast, like, the real brains. Mm-hmm. Um, like, uh, and she's been doing – you know, making films and of all kinds for, well, probably like 15 to 20 years now. And I started working with her like maybe a full time three years ago and then maybe like two years before that. So like about five years, like off and on. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, but like I moved, I was in Virginia, I moved back to Pennsylvania. um, And uh, yeah, we've, we've been working together for the past couple of years. We shoot you know, we shoot like a fair amount of weddings. Like they're, I mean, they're still cool weddings. Like we get to go to last year, we got to shoot a wedding in Italy, which was ridiculous. Um, yeah, that was like super fun. Um, and like there's, they're cool locations. Like, you know, so, I mean, they're great. Um, but I mean, like at the end of the day, like they're still weddings, like they're not that like, you know, it's a wedding. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, but yeah, we're dabbling or getting more into like commercial work and, shooting like videos for like local companies we do some work with like our our local symphony here and we shoot like a lot of video photo stuff for them and like other just all kinds of like organizations so so yeah like i do video work actually primarily and like a a tiny bit of photo and then paintball is just like it's just like it's still like my hobby slash Mm -hmm. like 
what I'm passionate about. It's like I, you know, because I still like to be involved in paintball, and I'm like, you know, I was never very good at playing, so this is how I can kind of like still kind of be in it or involved yeah. in it. So, because the closest, well, I guess Revo's field is like two hours away, so like yeah. I could go play there, but driving two hours one way is not fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, that's what so. the NPL is for me. It's it's like me still being involved in paintball some way, but not yeah. you know trashing my body. Yes. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's uh. It, yeah. It's still good to be involved. You know. It's mm. it's fun. I mean, because you know you like you. Yeah. You know, I mean, you love the sport. I mean, you know, you just yeah. want to be a part of it. So and mm-hmm. that's how I feel. So. Yeah, and I yeah, and thank you by the way for all the awesome pictures and everything. It's, oh. it's been like so I good. said. I've said a thousand times, like you're probably hands down my like favorite player to photograph, capture, video, anything. Like, like I still remember the first time I got to get like, uh, yeah, when when I was with Planet and they were just like, oh, you know, like, you know, aftershocks. One of our teams, you're gonna have to shoot them. And I was just like, oh, I'm gonna get to take pictures of like Carl and like, you know, and I was like super jazzed and like I got some cool pictures and, um, yeah, and at you know, so it'll be sad not having you out there and, you know getting to, to see you do your thing but that's why like the last thing we got to do at, at cup with you was like super fun because you know thankfully i like i got some like decent footage of you um yeah. that i could actually use uh that was the very last thing that i did that was like yeah that, yeah that, that it's very cool and and it was funny too because i remember um mary it was so it was like i was like sweating balls in there because it's you know yeah. it's florida florida but um I think it was it was Sunday, wasn't it? Like the very wasn't it Sunday the very last like towards the end Saturday of the day? Saturday or Sunday? Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, what when we were doing like the the yeah, interview or like yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was Sunday. Yeah, yeah. It was it was cool. I remember the first picture, the first set of pictures that you sent me. Um, like I I still I love this picture to this day. And I was it was two thousand, I think it was sixteen, and. I was running out to a corner, mm-hmm. and it was when I had that uh, that CS1 with the the hawk and everything on it. And I remember oh, I was yeah yeah those yeah. those ones are so sweet. Mm-hmm. I was yep. like, okay, all right, I like I like these 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 are yeah. slick. And I <laughs> you you probably you and let's see, you and Brad probably I have to grant you guys most of the likes on my Instagram page. <laughs> for the pictures and everything I put up there, <laughs> all the photographers, funny. they you know anyone that yeah. uh, tags me in anything because I see and that's the thing too, um, you know it's cool that we can work in a community too like this where it's like you know you can uh, you can shoot me a couple photos, you know mm-hmm. I can post them up, I can tag you in them, you can post them up, you can tag me and this and that and we have this right. kind of mutual mutual respect for one another, mm-hmm. but we're also getting. We're we're getting each other out in public, you know, right. out in the out in the eyes of the public. So yeah, it, yeah. it's great that we can work together like that. Yeah, no, I I agree. Yeah, and it's uh you know, that's you know all I'm trying to do is just trying to you know I mean you guys at the end of the day are the ones playing like we're just here to capture it. So you yeah, know, you make it look good. You you make us yeah, look good. Try that's the thing. try you know. Well, <laughs> I mean, I'll be honest. Some players are easier to photograph than others. Like some players just have good style. Like they mm-hmm. you know. They just they move well, or they pose, or do something like a certain way, and they do it well, and it makes our job like kind of easy, like mm-hmm. you know. But and you were one of them, you know. You're just good players, good players to watch. So, um, 
So do players have a predictability to them? I know some. I know as a player myself, um, you know, you get these players that are very predictable in what they do. Yeah. Uh, do, is it kind of the same tone for photographers shooting guys? To some extent, yeah. I still remember the very first time I ever stepped on a pro field uh, to take pictures, and it was just like, it's still like to this day. Like when you go to like from like even the semi-pro fields to the pro fields to take pictures, like players just move so much faster on the pro field. Like there is zero hesitation. Um, but uh, yeah, like we, if like I can, I mean, to some extent, like I can read players, like I know what they're gonna do. Like to some extent, like you'll see them. And then you'll start to see them like move up a little bit or like roll their gun and you're like, oh, I know he's going to like, you know, every now and then they'll like trick you out and like, you know, maybe they'll go the other side of the bunker or something. But Mm. like to some extent you can kind of like tell what they want to do because obviously like I can see the other side of the field and I know like, like, oh, this guy's like, there's no one holding him in. He's going to realize there's no paint coming down Mm. at him and he's going to make that move because pros think like they just think so much faster than divisional uh, players. So yeah, to some extent, like I, which uh, you can tell, um, which which comes in handy because you know you kind of it's all about being in the right place at the right time. So to try to set yourself up, um, you know, comes in handy. Yeah, you can. I yeah, I get that question a lot. Is is what's the difference between what's the biggest difference between divisional guys or even semi-pro yeah. guys and professional? And you know, I've heard a lot of people is like, hey, it's decision making, this and that. Mm-hmm. I think, in a way, I, I think I put it where it's recognizing windows and opportunities faster mm-hmm. and yeah. and making it making quicker decisions yeah so totally and you know it's it's whether or not because it's i think everything's binary too right it's either yes mm-hmm. or no it's either go or don't go right and, and and i think that at the pro level that that decision making or you can say thinking i guess mm-hmm. but that decision making at that split second level of yes or no answer comes like yeah. you have well, you to make have, that decision or somebody's going to yeah. make it for you yeah well you just have so much more um i feel like by the time you go pro like you're, you're playing pro you have so many hours invested in playing that you just have a better feel like you said like pro players just have a better feel for like you know an instinct on like oh i can make this move and they just make it they don't think about it whereas like the divisional players like you know they're looking around and making sure it's okay and like you know then they're loading and like the pro players like he's already gone he's like three bumps ahead of you know mm-hmm. the guy who's still standing back there trying to like make up his mind but yeah i think a lot of that comes with you know like just experience and like being in those situations and kind of well i mean i'm sure it helps when you know your teammates really well and you can mm-hmm. you know rely on them to be like oh you know i can make this move and i know that he'll follow me up and do this and so yeah. but yeah that's a huge huge difference um even semi pro to, to pro it's 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 crazy how much of a difference there is yeah um, yeah and wow. i think it, that that can roll over too into into newer photographers and, and uh, season photographers is you guys you know wh- when you see guys that are in position in certain positions all the time they obviously know the shots they know where to go at what time and uh you know yeah. but what i like is um the the angles i, I like mm-hmm. the angles that you get the perspectives that you get i think yeah. it's i think it's something that we need um and something that's it's just super enjoyable to see and oh, a question i had for you do you prefer taking photos or video Mm. Mm, that's tough personally i like taking photos more because i feel like there's just something about 
like when you nail like a really like just a good photo and like I'll get like maybe one or two like ones like that a year where I'm just like like oh that's great like uh, yeah. I'll put that up on my website um, because like you'll I mean you, you know I'll go to an event and you'll take like 10 15,000 pictures and, and you can come home and be like they're fine like you know they're in focus they look good but like there's nothing mm-hmm. that just has that edge that like that one thing that I don't know yeah it's just like that that look um, so yeah I feel like with video it's a little bit like it's not easier it's different like it's a different sort of challenge um, but it's just I don't know there's something about photo I just I kind of like a little bit more yeah I don't know I don't yeah. know I like the sequence that you caught on um, the, very, <laughs> the very last point where I where JJ yeah, and I like hit the, bu- the buzzer <laughs> I'm so not sure good. if anyone actually hit the buzzer or not yeah I, I think, think the buzzer just kind of hit the bunker and, yeah 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 um, but yeah that's that's funny it's so good. I, I think, yeah, I think photos, you know, video, obviously, videos come a long way. Um, I, I, you know, and I have to reference HK. They, they do a lot of video. Um, totally, yeah. Do a lot of video now. I think, um, I still think we're trying to find what what is good, what goes well with paintball uh, as far right. as as far as far music goes and everything, too, because I feel like some dubstep stuff works for paintball sometimes. But then Certainly. I feel like some more hard stuff works good right. too because it's it's yeah. so adrenaline packed yeah and... it just depends like honestly like um i don't know there's a yeah the, the pairing of it's really it's it's like important to making like a good video it's like you can have good visuals but then if you pair it with like the wrong music like it just doesn't work yeah i personally think um i think cassidy from hk mm-hmm. uh, formerly of hk i feel like his stuff was like probably some of the best like he just he always had this like knack for like just getting really like interesting shots like the things that i like to photograph like you know he'll just like so it'll be some pro dude just like flicking a pod or like just like there's always something in his shots like if you go and back and watch his old videos like there's just something in every every like clip that's just like it's not just some dude like shooting his gun or some guy getting shot like there's always something else mm-hmm. um but yeah like he did like an amazing job with like um like his 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 uh pairings for like his his footage and the music like i felt like that really fit yeah personally like you know someone who played in a lot more like heavier bands i always liked more aggressive music so like naturally i feel like that fits but i also feel like with stuff like i grew up like um riding like bmx and like skateboarding and like i feel like you see a lot more like hip-hop like that kind of or like even with snowboarding like they'll have like this kind of because there's just kind of like this fluidity to like the music Mm -hmm. and with with paintball like i i mean i could see it working i haven't i haven't done, seen well, too much of the hip-hop with uh, yeah i used media. the first video i made that was um it was like cleveland i think i used one of illegally <laughs> i used uh, <laughs> one of uh, run the jewels uh songs um and then i used another one of theirs for like world cup um i think pb nation hosted those videos for me um was that with killer mike but, is that the, yeah yeah killer mike i just LP. listened to that podcast with joe rogan it, oh really super oh, well read yeah yeah he's um he has a great little uh new i think it's like a mini series on netflix right now um his old barbershop thing i think i forget what it's called i watched like the first episode um god yeah he's 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 a funny guy i i like i i like those guys yeah um but then again i'm also biased because like i love uh rage against the machine is like hands down like my top like two favorite and like when I heard the first song I heard was the one they did with uh, Zach from Rage. Like this was like maybe 
four or five years ago. Mm-hmm. And I heard him on the track and I was just like, all right, these guys are awesome. Like, I don't care what else. <laughs> they do. And then thankfully, like everything else they do is great. But yeah, um, um, yeah I'm going to look more into he, them. Yeah, no, they're, I, yeah, I like them. Um, I don't know. That's why I use their tracks for the, when I can, I can't use them anymore. Yeah. You know, when someone's, when someone's paying you to make, uh, make me, uh, make you, uh, make them a video, you can't really just use whatever music you want. You have to play by the rules, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, which is good and bad, you know, I mean, good. Cause I, it forces me to like, I tend to like write my own stuff mm-hmm. because licensing music is like, it's hard to, you can't, it's hard to license good music cause it's expensive and, I think Planet would pay for like a good license, and I'm sure they, in the past, like the old videos they've done, like they've, like Dan would always use like cool bands from mm-hmm. like, you know, punk labels and stuff, and I'm sure they paid like, I mean it's not an obscene amount of money, but I'm sure they paid like, decent money to have those tracks like oh, yeah. in their videos, um, and I'm sure they would do it. It's just like I've reached out to labels and it's like crickets, and I'm yeah. like, you guys really don't want money, like okay. <laughs> well, All right. Fuck if you can make your own. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. So that's what I've been doing for the past, for all the Planet stuff the past year. I just write everything because it saves them. Well, it saves me time. I don't have to like sift through music. I can just like, you know, if I have an idea, I can just yeah. like, work on it. And then, you know, it gives me an outlet to still like pick up the, the old guitar. Or... That's that's super sweet too because now you can be like, if somebody's like, yeah, the video is okay, but the soundtrack is amazing. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah that's, <laughs> or... that's still great. Yeah, or vice versa. They're like, oh, music, uh, music kind of sucked, but uh, yeah, the video was uh, was all right. <laughs> yeah, so you're giving uh, you're giving people two chances to like whatever you're right, putting up. Right, right, right. Or they can just hate it all. <laughs> I guess. No, man, you you do amazing work, and you know, try, I'm super stoked thanks. that um, that you're involved in the paintball world, and uh, I really hope that uh, companies and and even players uh, reach out to photographers and videographers, and they really start uh, kind of paying it forward. Um, for all of these times and Certainly. magazines and yeah. everything that we've that as a player we we always like to see pictures of ourselves you know totally. I, I don't I don't yeah. give a shit who you are you like seeing a picture of yourself yeah. um, I, love, I loved it <laughs> yeah yeah player. so so you know I, I really hope that people reach out uh, to all the photographers and videographers videographers out there and really let them know how much we appreciate them you know hire you guys and and you know hopefully the uh, you know the NPL can can round up a bunch of photographers, and we we want more photographers on the field and and more media being presented out there. We'll obviously have our cameras out there, but we want still photos, and we we want to yeah. really bring paintball out of the uh, good you know, out into the light. So, but thank good. you, man, so much. I I truly Dang. appreciate it. Uh, your work has oh. been amazing, and um, I thank think Planet you. is very very lucky to have you. Well. I feel lucky to to do work for them. I mean, they're they're awesome. I mean, you know, so yeah, yeah, it's it's amazing, dude. Uh, where can yeah. where can people find you? And um, you know, what is uh, what's your Patreon? Um, yeah. So the the new the new uh, side hustle is the uh, the Patreon uh, Patreon dot com slash fava, um, or you can just check out my plain old regular website fava photography, or on the Instagram Instagram fava photo. It's just easier to less letters to instead of fob photography, but yeah, or just Google fob photography. I'm sure you'll find one of like, you know, ten pages of something. Um, so yeah, I'm always posting stuff, and Patreon's gonna be like a new, hopefully trying to use it as a hub to like, you know, 
do like very specific highlight galleries after events, yeah. you know, to exclusive like just for that. And then, you know, hopefully if people like the music or the videos I'm doing, like just I'm gonna do more of that content, but like just for that that place. Um, so yeah. Awesome man. So, Good to yeah. hear. Well, I wish you the best of luck, dude. Oh, thank you very much. And likewise, I you know I'm looking forward to the the league, and I'm you know hoping for great things you know yeah. thank you so much man i so. appreciate it and uh stay warm i hope you have a good night yeah you too <laughs> all right man take care all right later thank you so much george for sitting down and uh having a little chit chat with me i had a great time man i, I think that the subjects that we talked about and everything were were awesome and i'm, I'm so glad you opened up and uh we were able to have this conversation um so thank you george make sure you guys follow his instagram check out his patreon support this man he brings us great and amazing work uh thanks george thank you to our sponsors charm city paintball on instagram and facebook if y'all looking for some new head gear make sure you head over to the man Rachia. i just made that up <laughs> it's early uh but anyway ser on a serious note please check out mike's uh mike's inventory if you're looking for something like Louis Vuitton print or Gucci print, he has that. If you're looking for anything more traditional like camouflage, um, tiger stripe camouflage, just plain colors, he does it all. I'm telling you guys, this is high quality stuff. It's amazing and uh, it, it's durable and it lasts. I've heard nothing, nothing but amazing things from people who have been wearing his stuff. And uh, if, if that's what you're looking for, if you're looking for something that's high quality, rugged, and will last and uh, you know what the old school stuff used to be like this is what Mike at Charm City is doing so make sure you give him a shout let him know that uh, that I, I sent you over and um, and yeah pick yourself up some new headgear some new noggin toppers yeah Mike keep it up bud appreciate it thank you also thank you to Planet Eclipse the creators of the best markers in the world uh, and not only they make more than just markers they have uh, they have a pack collaboration they did with HK they have uh, gloves they have pants they have jerseys they have the new uh, emec and the new pal loader system all kinds of goodies over at planeteclipse.com check them out thank you planet and please if you guys are interested at all in uh, supporting this podcast please head over to patreon.com slash the playing on podcast and uh, give a little donation if you're uh, if you're feeling up to it. I'm, I greatly greatly appreciate it. And um, yeah, and I thank you. I thank you all for listening. It's amazing. I'm hoping to get you guys out uh, some more uh, some more content here soon. I've I'm actually having my daughter. To, well, I'm not having her. My wife is having her. But I'm I'm meeting my daughter today. Uh, it's uh, she's gonna be here. I'm trying to get this done in the morning um, so that we can go over and. Uh, and have her so you know I've been doing a lot of focusing on that and uh, I'm gonna be very busy and I've been very busy I'm, I'm sorry for the lack of podcasts but um, you know I'm, I'm, I'm hoping to jump back into it and I have a few weeks here on my hands with the, the little one but I'll be able to, to pump out a couple but uh, or a few or a bunch who knows we'll see but anyway thank you all again for listening I'm, I so much appreciated please do not text and drive pay attention to the road listen to podcasts uh stay alive uh i love you all appreciate it stay in touch we'll see you soon 
and we'll see you again here soon on the Playing On Podcast. Peace.